Yeah. Give me a couple tunes. Lucy, you won't do your daddy's weed. That's good. I can I can back up some on the vocal. No, that was good. That was perfect. Cause where you were at, it was it was coming in just just right at the right level I needed. Well, I woke up this morning. Lucille was not inside. Ask her friends about her. How their lips were tied, Lucille. You just won't do your daddy's will. I can I can work the mic if I get low. I can come in closer. Yeah, you sound like you know what you're doing pretty good. Okay, cool. So you know where you're at, because you know we're just gonna be talking about trucking a lot. You know what sucks? Shopping for truckers insurance. You know what sucks more? Not having it. You want to know how to fix that? Call 800-347-5373 and let the trucking insurance experts at Rev help you get the coverage you need without breaking the bank. Rev specializes in providing insurance of all types to small fleet owners and independent owner-operators. Whether local, short-haul, or long-haul, Rev Insurance can get you covered at a price that fits your budget. From liability damages and cargo to workers' compensation and surety bonds, Rev has your back while you're out there on the road. Call 800-347-5373 or visit www.revinsurance.com. That's R-E-V-I-N-S. U-R-A-N-C-E dot com. That's 800-347-5373. Rev Insurance knows truckers because they only work with truckers. Hello, drivers. Troy here with Talk CDL. If you are looking for a new trucking job, try NCI at 844-311-7076. Mid-sized carrier taking on solo and team company drivers. Fully loaded with benefits. Fully loaded T680 Kenworths. Fridge, freezer, APUs. So much to name. They'll also take on a few lease operators. And they'll also take on a few student drivers if you've graduated from a trucking school. Call NCI today at 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. Tell them Talk CDL sent you. Thank you. All right, Ruth Ann, Talk CDL, and it's Thanksgiving week. Yay. Yay. Are you thankful for anything? I'm thankful for everything I got. That's awesome. What are you thankful for? Everything. Yeah, everything. 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 Every single thing I have. That's really cool. Even the bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I I like that. So uh, you're going to gain some weight this week? Yes. Get a little chunky? You're going to be like my chunky monkey? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. You know where I'm going to gain weight from? What? The eggnog. Let me tell you something. For all you people out there, and by the way, th- speaking of food, we have a new segment today. I, I'm not even sure what we're calling it, but it's like something to the effect of, what do truckers eat? You know, and it's just going to kind of showcase maybe some places on the road that truck drivers go to and some of the specials they have. We're going to be trying to add to the podcast as we grow here in uh, Homosassa, Florida.
Hey, truck drivers. I want to talk to you real quick about an invention that was invented by a trucker for truckers. It's a tool called Magnus Stop. Basically, if you want to slide your axles hassle-free without needing any help, it's a little 4 by 5 inch tool. It utilizes a pin and a magnet. Crazy simple. I'm surprised nobody ever invented it before. Anyways, you merely stop, get out, pull your pin, Put your Magnus Stop device in the hole right beside the hole you want it to stop at. Then you either pull forward or you back up. Magnus Stop stops you exactly where you need to be stopped every single time. It's durable. It's very affordable. It's $49.95. If you mention Talk CDL online in the promo code, you get $10 off. So it's now only $39.95 for Talk CDL viewers which is an awesome, awesome deal. Magnus Stop is the tool you need today, and you can get it at magnusstop.online. That's M-A-G-N-A-S-T-O-P dot online. Check it out and let us know here at TalkCDL how that product is working out for you. Thank you. Oh, and it's also free shipping and handling. It doesn't get any better than that. Thank you very much. Enjoy the show. I have no idea what I was even going to say. I don't know, but my jaw just popped. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. So, okay. So trucking today, what do you have for us in trucking? Do you, first off, I actually have something I wanted to talk about. Do you have some things that you wanted to talk about? Talk about sticking me on the spot. Well, I mean, here's, here's what I, I was uh, looking at a few things and there was a post today that was all about a truck driver that was fired. Mm-hmm. He was fired because he had a bunch of service failures. First off, he had a bunch of service failures, which is basically... In a it, short amount of period, I think. Yeah, it was only... He had worked at, the, at this trucking company for like, I don't know, a couple weeks. And he had like five or six actual failures. So he was getting a failure like every other day. Pretty much. I mean... I mean, how do you get five or six failures in two weeks? Honestly. Now, some drivers out there might be going, well, if it ain't his fault. But that's, that's not a failure. Like, like a company, well, this company, I say I know the company, and I had actually talked to them about this situation myself. And so this driver did not get a failure for, like, maybe a shipper holding him up. He didn't get a failure for, you know, a breakdown to where, okay, the load was a day late or a road closure, they don't mark, this particular company doesn't say service failure for a driver. And there are some companies that will mark service failure down on a driver that is, wasn't even his fault, which is kind of stupid, but you know, that's what they do. So anyways, this particular driver, I believe he was with this trucking company for two weeks and five, five service failures. Yeah, you just said that. Right. Well, I'm just, I'm kind of building it up a little bit and I'm making sure I just said that. Yeah, you did. Ruthann, stop panicking. I'm All good. day I've been trying to get you to calm down. Yeah. And you know what? He's about to get like smacked. Right. Exactly. Because a you're, smack in, down. you're in, a, in a panic. Relax. No, no, relax. No, I'm not panicking. Relax. <laughs> Are you calm? He's doing it on purpose to me. All, right. all day. So five failures, two weeks, they terminate him. So... What happens next? I think you already know, right? They go in his truck. Mm-hmm. To, you know, he's he's not in the truck. And they go in the truck to, I guess, start getting it cleaned out. 
Same day. And what do they find? Dun, 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 dun. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they find a couple six packs of beer. Bud Light, I think it was, looks like. Yeah, which really isn't, to me, that's not really beer. It's light. It's kind of like lemonade. Water. So yeah. maybe that's why he had it. Kind of like. He thought it wasn't too bad because it was light beer. It's kind of like a trucker bomb, <laughs> Bud Light. It's yeah. kind of like piss water. But, but no, so anyways, there we are. He gets termed, and they go to clean his truck out, and there's a couple six packs of Bud. Mm-hmm. Ironically, this is what the the the, uh, the guy was telling me. He said, ironically, we find a six pack of Bud right next to his driver handbook. Inside the driver handbook are the clear rules of the company. Okay, stating no that Bud Light. No Bud Light, no alcohol. <laughs> okay, it just isn't happening with with most trucking companies. They have their own rules. Well, they they don't want alcohol in the tractor. Correct. I mean, obviously, there's many reasons why, but excuse me. Imagine if a trucking company that has a few hundred trucks allowed alcohol in the truck and then somebody got into a severe accident, that's going to go against them when it comes to lawsuit time. Well, yeah, because, you know, you you still get inspected or if anything happens and a DOT officer comes into your tractor, even if you are not drinking right then, say that was something that you bought over the weekend and it's Tuesday, you know, you're not drinking. It's just something that you had left from the six pack that you bought because you thought it would be better to have a six pack. They're going to look at that and they won't know whether or not you were drinking. They can't say, oh, let's just trust this guy. No. If you want a beer, you go inside the truck stop and you drink your beer. Then you walk back out to your tractor. It's not in your truck then. Okay, I agree with you actually. Now, oh my gosh. Well, no, no. There's, there's really a little bit here to talk about. To me, it's open and shut case. But what was funny is it was out on social media, and there was mixed reviews from drivers. One driver said, "Look, there was a pizza box there. He was probably on his restart. Who effing cares? Leave the guy alone." I was out on the road for many years, and I drank many beers out there on my off time. Nothing wrong with that. Now, I agree with half of his statement. If you're on your off time, there is nothing that is wrong with that, except if you're against company rules, then all bets are off. Mm -hmm. If you sign a statement in orientation saying, I will abide by the company rules... Guess what? There, that's, there's, there shouldn't even be a question about it, but there were still a bunch of drivers stating it shouldn't be a big deal because he's on his off time. What do you think of that? It, 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 all right. You're on your off time. Do you want to smoke a joint? And then a couple of days later, get in the tractor. It's kind of the same theory if you think about it. You know, it's still in your system if you smoke a joint. But... It's in your tractor. They cannot say, nobody knows for sure when you had that last beer. The only thing they can end up doing is having you do a um, standardized blood blood alcohol. But what's that going to say? If something happens where you're in an accident, why take the chance? You're in an accident because a four-wheeler cut you off. Well, okay, they do an inspection on your truck. They find alcohol in it. What are they going to think right away? That you had the alcohol in your system, you're drinking a beer, and then had the accident. 
you're going to have to prove that you didn't have that beer for those couple of days. So why even go through all that? I mean, that's a lot of hassle. And then the next thing you know, it's all in your record that you, you know, something like that happened. It's not, it, it's something that you just don't want to have to do. You want something to drink on your off time. You go to a bar or you go truck stop, sell alcohol. You walk inside the truck stop. If you want to buy a six pack of beer, because you think it's cheaper that way, get your six pack of beer, sit outside and take the, um, the alcohol with you outside. Okay. You're, you're rallying on here. Now I just handed you the DOT stipulations on this. And, and again, the DOT rules have nothing to do with this guy being fired at all. Okay. This is strictly company violation why this guy was terminated. Mm -hmm. All right. This is their policy. No alcohol in the truck. Absolutely zero. If we find it, you're fired. I signed my paper saying, okay, I agree to be fired if if you find alcohol in my truck. Well, there shouldn't be an issue once you get fired. So go ahead and read. This is, what is it, 392.5? Uh, yeah, 6.3.2, which this, is 39, 392.5. This is what the Department of Transportation's law is on alcohol and truck drivers. Go ahead and read it. Drivers are forbidden to consume or be under the influence of a alcohol or of alcohol as defined in 49 CFR 382.107 within four hours of going on duty or operating a CMV. Drivers are forbidden to use alcohol or be under the influence of alcohol or have any measured alcohol concentration while on duty or operating or in physical control of a motor or of a commercial motor vehicle. Alcohol can only be transported as part of a shipment. Now, here's a couple things I would say on this. Something that catches my eye. Let's start with that last sentence. Okay. It says, read that last sentence. Alcohol can only be what? Say that one more time. Hold on. I'm shutting my computer. Okay. Yeah. You're going to use yours? Okay. Use yeah. Them. All right. Um, the last sentence the last, says alcohol can only be transported as part of a shipment. So it's saying that it shouldn't be in your tractor. Well, it, it, see, that's what that's saying to me, too. But I've always been under the impression if if it's in your truck and you're because if you read it, if you read the entire thing, it says he cannot have alcohol in him. It, it even says no measurement at all while on duty or in control of the vehicle. You just read that. Okay. He or, can't even, yeah. it says no measurable content. You know, back when I got my CDL, I think it was less than 1% or less than 0.5% or something like that. There used to be a, where you couldn't get in trouble if it was a very tiny amount, right? Mm -hmm. Now it's saying zero in your system at all. And it does state also that you cannot drive a vehicle within four hours. And I always thought it was eight hours, but you cannot, you may not, I should say, you may not drive in a CMV, four hours, you have to wait four hours after having any kind of alcohol before you get in it. And I'll tell you something else that's scary. Go ahead and gargle with Listerine and get pulled over. You got Now you've got alcohol that's going to be on your breath, and you're going to get a DUI mm -hmm. according to that page right there. Mm -hmm. No measurable. The other thing you just read, that last line, and that's the part that gets me. I'm really questioning that. I don't, I don't know... It says it can only be used to transport. It's only for transporting, right? Mm -hmm. So, and is that say in the trailer or does it say it can't be in the cab? Part of a shipment. As part of a shipment. So you can't just say, oh, I bought this and I'm in California and because it was a rare beer, I have it in my cab and I'm transporting it, but I didn't open it mm -hmm. because that's not part of the shipment. Right. So I'm guessing 
that line might actually be saying it's absolutely prohibited. But I don't, there's part of me that doesn't believe that it's totally prohibited inside of a semi truck. If, let's, for example, you're a grown man, right? You're out on the road for a couple of weeks and, and you're, you got your 34 hour restart in, you know, a thousand miles away from your home. Why can't you legally? Now, I'm not talking about this particular company because they termed them because of company rules. But what if a company, or let's say you're an owner-operator. You remember that guy we interviewed? Mm-hmm. We're at like 3 million views on this guy, Donnie, right? He had um, some vodka and some other things in the uh, utility compartment of his semi, mm-hmm. right? He didn't have it inside the cab, so I'll give him that. But he had that there, and it's not part of a shipment, are, are, is, are you reading that that's wrong? He's not, that no man or woman is supposed to have alcohol in their vehicle because of that last line? Honestly, I'm kind of taking it that way because it says that any measure of alcohol while on duty or operating or in physical control of a commercial vehicle. Right. Well, if you're in the bunk right. or anything. You're not on duty. You're not, you're not on duty. Control. No, you're not physically in control of the vehicle but say another tractor starts backing up and hits you okay and you have to move your tractor i wouldn't get in that driver's seat if i had exactly that's where they can do it as a catch-22 all the truck stops have a form of a truck uh, driver lounge go in the driver lounge and have a few beers well here's my well i don't know that you're allowed to drink inside the truck stops in the driver lounge, uh, I it would be it would be an honest question to ask, but I if don't. If they sell the alcohol inside, it's takeout. It's in the coolers. So it's not a bar in there with a tap. No, going. but why can't you take it into the driver lounge then? All the drivers are probably cheering for Ruth Ann right now. Yeah, Ruth Ann. Take it into the shower. Have a romantic night with your beer. <laughs> <laughs> shower and a beer. <laughs> no, seriously though, um, I'm I'm taking that as a as as. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Where are we? Here we go. Okay. Now listen, here's what I'm taking. Wait, go ahead, get it out. I can't. Okay. Here's here's what here's what I'm thinking. I was looking all over and I can't find a thing that says where DOT will actually stand up and go, a driver may have alcohol in their cab. Can't find that, right? We can find that though. That's the D in the DOT handbook, 392.5. Here's what I'm thinking. I could be wrong. Technically, there it sounds to me like they're saying, okay, as long as you're not in the driver's seat and you're not on duty, okay, that's prohibited. Right? It sounds to me like, yeah, you could, but they don't want to say it. And then they end it with, it may only be in the truck for, tra- for, trans- for a, a transportation of a shipment. So you would almost think that that last line, if you're not allowed to, it literally takes out everything that we just read prior to that. You would almost say, well, then why the hell do you have to even mention that I can't have it while I'm in the driver's seat and I can't have it on duty when in, at the end you say it, can't be in, it, it can only be in the truck for transportation for a shipment. Well, shit, that rules everything else out, right? If that's the case. And that's why I'm saying it doesn't sound like they're actually coming right out and saying you can't have it in your cab. But that last line is very, 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 very highly suspect. I just watched Ratatouille. It's highly suspect, right? Yeah, but I just found um, 
on the FMCSA when you are looking at that code. Hey, your your drink isn't near my computer, is it? It's over there. Okay. Ruthann so, has eggnog. When you're looking at that, if you go to um, Title 49. With this Rono in it. Eggnogarono. <laughs> good. All right, good. <laughs> so, okay, so you go to what? If you if you click the 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 link mm-hmm. that's in the code that you that I just read, there's a link there. Right to to three ninety two point five. The whole thing. Good. So it says alcohol pro prohibi- prohibition. Prohibition. <laughs> yeah. For that's for truckers. A, no driver shall, and it says use alcohol as defined in blah, blah, blah of this chapter, or be under the influence of alcohol within four hours before going on duty or operating or having physical control of a commercial motor vehicle, or use alcohol, be under the influence of alcohol or any measured alcohol concentration or detected presence of alcohol while on duty or operating in a fit or in a physical control of a commercial vehicle, or be on duty or operate a commercial vehicle while the driver possesses wine of not less than one half of one per centum of alcohol by volume. Beer as defined in 26 USC. I don't know how that all those numbers of the internal revenue code of 1954 or distilled spirits as defined in section 5002, blah, 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 of such code. However, this does not apply to possession of wine or distilled spirits, which are manifested and transported as part of a shipment or possessed or used by passenger bus passengers. No motor carrier shall require or permit a driver to violate any provisions of paragraph A of this section or be on duty or operating commercial motor vehicle if by the driver's general appearance or conduct or by other substantiating evidence, the driver appears to have used alcohol within the predicting or preceding four hours. Any driver who is found to be in violation of the provisions of paragraph A or B of this section shall be placed out of service immediately for a period of 24 hours. The 24-hour out-of-service will commence upon issuance of the out-of-service order. No driver shall violate the terms of the out-of-service order. (sighs) Okay, so it's basically saying that... It sounds like it's just talking about drinking Mm -hmm. and being on duty or... Drinking and being in control of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I'm, I understand that and everybody would agree with that. Okay. You shouldn't have alcohol and be operating a commercial vehicle. You know, in the answer to your question, what if you're sitting in a truck stop having a drink in your bunk and somebody backs into you and you have to move the truck? The simple answer to that is you don't move the truck. You don't even get in the path. I was talking to this, this guy today and I said, do you remember how many times have we, we run into a guy that wanted to come to work and he said, I got a DUI, but all I did was come out of the bar and I uh, knew I, I was too drunk. So I just sat in my in the driver's seat and fell asleep. I passed out in my car because I was too drunk to drive home. And I actually believe some of those guys. But 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 when a cop knocks on your window. Right. And and Hello. exactly. And, and you honestly and truly are still crap, you know, drunk. And you're in the driver's seat. <laughs> you're done. 
You're, you're going. You're going to jail that night. That's why you just climb in the back seat. I wouldn't even climb in my car. I well, wouldn't even climb in the damn car. The, the, I'd rather go to to jail for a public drunkenness. You know, I mean, staggering down the street versus in my vehicle. Because once that's anything to do with a vehicle DUI and a CDL license, you're screwed for a while, man. I'm, t- I'm just saying it's it's not even anything to mess with. And here's the other thing: this guy, whether he was in the right or the wrong, well, he was in the wrong. In my eyes, he was in the wrong because. He violated something he signed, okay? Now, if they put that on his DAC, anything to do with alcohol, he's, he's not going to get a job. You already know that, right? He's done. He's done. Well, not completely done, but he's done to the point where he's going to find a lot of good, you know, good offers. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, honestly, if, you, if you're on your 34-hour reset, um, you know, on... Don't stay in your tractor if you don't, if you really don't have to. Absolutely. If you can go to a hotel, stay in a hotel. I mean, the money you'd spend half the time sitting in your truck, going in the driver's lounge, doing anything, you could just spend the 40 bucks going into a a hotel. Some of the companies will even get, give them for you if you, you know, if you're a good guy and it's one of those smaller companies, you know, some of the big ones probably wouldn't, but. Or even take an Uber to somewhere. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's too much. There's there's Lyft, there's Uber, there's... Um, a cab, whatever. There's so many different ways to do it. But, you know, if the truck stops selling beer and you want a beer, go in and buy the beer, sit outside the truck stop, drink the beer. But what happens, though, if you're wasted and get, you get back in your truck? Now you're still you're still DUI in the truck. So I, 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 I here's all I'm saying. I Well, I didn't say get wasted. I said have your beer, but not drinking a six pack at one shot. Well, I don't think hey, of that. any measurable amount, but here's, here's what I would say. If you're asking me for my call on that, I'm a little leery of that one line that says it can only be in can the, only be transported as part of a shipment. Correct. As transported as a part of the shipment. But you see, it doesn't say you can't be in your, see, you're not transporting. Okay, so you're not in motion, if that's what they're meaning. It can only be transported, meaning... It can only move. The alcohol can only go from point A to point B. From shipper to receiver. But if you're in your cab, what about... Now, here's just a question. I'm just... You know, we always try to play both sides. What if you buy it at the truck stop, you sit in your bunk, chug a few beers, go to bed. You're not transporting it. You're not moving it. It doesn't say it can only be in the truck. It just says it can only be transported as a shipment, you're not transporting it if you if you drink a couple, and then you make sure you get rid of the bottles and everything else. Well, here's the other thing. What are your thoughts on that? Well, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you. They remember when um, with FMCSA that that they were trying to that where drivers were rallying to get them to where they would classify them instead of just being off duty that they would be able to when they are on their on own time that they can do whatever they wanted pretty much because they aren't responsible for the trailer and stuff. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. But they were trying to make it to where, Hey, if you're, if you're not on duty, you're not, you're not being paid to watch that truck. You're, right. you know, cause they were okay. trying to get paid so, for while they were off duty. Well, right. they refused to do that. Okay. Right. So what are you getting at? They, they stated that even though the driver is, in the bunk on his off quote off duty, he is still liable for that shipment without being paid. That he's he's still liable for the tractor and the trailer. That that's his responsibility. Okay. So if he's 
got alcohol in that tractor, do they consider that him not being on duty if he's classified as off duty and not driving? Or they consider that being on duty because you're on your 34-hour reset, but, but your you're still responsible. Right. Hey, I never thought of that. Well, hey, I don't know. See, that's why I'm saying I, I, you know, a lot of times I'll make a call and I'll say, here's, here's the rule. Well, it makes it easy According sometimes. According to the law. But that last line has me, and, and listen, I, a lot of people will be sending us emails. If you guys have, and that's the thing, when I was reading on social media, people were just whipping out all kind of statements. It's almost like back in the day, there was a myth where you had to wear steel toe shoes or you had yeah, to wear steel toe boots or steel toe boots or boots. You couldn't wear flip flops, flip flops. <laughs> whatever the case is. Right. And then people realize, no, there's no such rule mm-hmm. on what, what attire you have to wear on your feet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just the same thing on this one. People are just saying, here's the rule. Here's the stipulation. Well, you just read the DOT rules and it's kind of, kind of borderline between between well those were the fmcsa rules which is the it's on the dot it's the dot gov site that's what that's on that's the government site so what i'm getting at is it's almost like a it's almost like it's saying you can and you can't you know what i mean like i i would like to know the actual well listen we're gonna be having uh trooper hoover on he's the indiana state patrol DOT officer. He's going to be coming on. I think we have a, a DOT officer from Arizona and Washington that's going to be coming on the show. So, you know, maybe we'll hit these guys up for that answer. I definitely think that it should be someone that is affiliated with the CDL portion. You know, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to cut down your, your police officers, but some of them don't really well, know. No, this what is the a DOT officer. I know. I'm saying it definitely would have to be him because your standard police officers don't know some rules and regulations that are required with the with the uh, commercial vehicles. Well, here's another thing. The guy that is in charge of this company, I was talking to him today, and he's like, well, let's look it up. And he looked it up, right? Mm-hmm. And And he read exactly what you just read. And he's like, well, I don't really see. Um, he's like, well... Because he thought, hey, you're not allowed to have alcohol in your truck, period. Mm-hmm. That's the rule. That's the law, right? Well, guess what? After reading it, he's going, hmm, all right, I, I thought. So he sounded a little confused on the, on the same exact call. Tell you, the wording on that site is a little little bit uh, sketchy. So anyways, uh, one, of the, one or two things else that I would like to mention when it comes to this particular driver. First off... He was he deserved to be fired. Would you agree? Oh yeah. I if he's got five out of service or five service violations. Let's start right there. That's that's the Let's start right there with the five service violations. How many people get five service violations in two two to three weeks? How many? I don't know of many. I don't remember any service violations I ever had ever in my driving. And you know, honestly, just being honest, I'm not the super trucker, but I don't remember being late on a load. I always got there early. But here's Here's what I would say. If you got five service uh, violations and then the company finds a couple six-packs in your truck, I wonder why you got them service violations. What do you think? Can you say hangover? Why do you think he was late on five uh, different loads in two weeks? I would definitely <laughs> say that he's got some issues the, with, with, with... Would you not think that the alcohol is associated with the service failures? No, I would definitely say it. <laughs> yeah. 
So what I'm saying, here's the other thing I would say. I just, okay, let's just say I, uh, it's, I'm the trucker. Troy's the trucker, right? Trucker and Troy. Trucker Troy. All right, Trucker Troy, he's got five service violations, and the company brings me in, and they say, you're fired. Remember when Donald Trump would do the, the Cobra? You're fired. Fired. On The Apprentice. Anyways, you're f- Troy, Trucker Troy, you're fired. Okay, not a problem. Guess what the first thing Trucker Troy is going to do? I'm running out to the truck and putting the alcohol in, my, in bags and getting it out of there before the company sees it. Think about that, what I just said. If you got, if trucker Ruth Ann got fired and you knew there was two six packs in your truck and if they see that, man, you're really screwed. I would have ran out and tried to. Would you? Exactly. I don't know what, I mean, that's the, when you told me that the company went out and started cleaning this truck out, I was trying to figure out why didn't the driver go out right away to get his crap out? Well, of course, that's exactly the whole point. He probably didn't walk out there. And I guess when they went to take the truck and park it, I don't even know if they were cleaning it. That's when they discovered the beer. I would have ran out and cleaned so, my truck out. <laughs> would, would you Would you not think that would make you a dumbass? Yeah. It, I mean, well, I, I, I mean, can't think of any other... Dumbass started in getting my second service violation. <laughs> because of my beer. I mean, all right. Anyways, go ahead. What do you got? What do you got more on this alcohol situation? Is it DOT from the DOT site? Yeah, it's actually the same site. All I did was um, go in to pull up alcohol, and it just was saying about the alcohol testing. And then... Um, it does say each employer shall prohibit a covered employee while having an alcohol concentration of 0.04 or greater from performing or continuing to perform a safety-sensitive function, which I would say that's driving a tractor. On-duty use, saying about on-duty use that they, um, they should prohibit the driver from using alcohol. Um, pre-duty use is saying the four hours. On-call employees and employers shall shall prohibit the consumption of alcohol for the specific on-call hours. The opportunity for the covered employee to acknowledge the use of alcohol at the time he or she is called to report to duty. You're supposed to tell them that you are drinking and you can't do it. Then it just says about um, use following an accident. And then it says in section 6... I think it's 655.35, all alcohol-related conduct. It says, no employer shall permit a covered employee tested under the provisions of subpart E is found to have an alcohol concentrate of 0.02 or greater, but less than 0.04 to perform it, anything. So it's pretty much saying all the different concentrates and that they're supposed to, you know, go through all that. But it's not really t- saying anything about having it in the in the tractor. That's exactly my whole point. There's we we can all agree that uh, the the a driver should not have any measurable amount of alcohol in him when he gets behind that wheel. That's just the bottom line with that. So mm-hmm. that nobody's disputing that. But what we are disputing is can he be sitting in his bunk on his time off drinking a beer if he's off duty can he i don't know so it looks to me i personally believe you can but that one line makes me question it that's mm-hmm. I, I won't i won't beat the dead horse anymore on that um but i will tell you that first and foremost okay if you sign an agreement in orientation and you get fired because you violated it here let me have that 
No, I agree. If you yeah. signed, if you signed a contract, basically, and don't cry like a little bitch either. I'm serious. If I you're wasn't. Gonna, not you. I'm talking about <laughs> any driver. You know, I mean, if you're going to be out there and then get fired because of something you did that you knew you shouldn't have done, don't don't go down the road. You know, talking smack. My gosh. Go ahead, Ruthann. What do you got? I want to. It's no different than if you signed a contract to pay something, or and it's no different that, you know, they signed a contract with you saying they're going to pay you a certain amount of money. They're not going to dock you. You know, they're going to say, you know what? Let's go ahead and change that because you ended up doing a different way of going there instead of following the route. So we're going to take money away from you, and you're paying for that fuel. They don't make you do that unless it's like one part of it where you're going like way out of route. You know what I mean? I guess that was a bad example. Yeah, it was. I wasn't <laughs> paying attention. I was reading. Ah. Uh, okay. Hey, are, let's. Can we? Can we be done with the alcohol thing? I mean, you know, to be continued for sure. Because well, here's the thing. If any, if we have anybody out there that actually knows specific rules saying that you can have alcohol in the bunk, but we don't show wanna, it. We, yeah, we want it. We want to see it. Oh yeah, no, you have to show it because we can't sit there and say, oh, well, this is what we think. Opinions can't matter on that part. Absolutely. I mean, how many myths have we debunked on this show that really, truly don't exist? Okay, let's move on. Let's let's try this new segment. And and again, this may be a fail. We're gonna try to add. We're gonna try to add little things. Okay. Mm-mm good. Mm-mm good. Mm-mm That's the good old Campbell soup. <laughs> okay. So, what truckers like to eat? In fact, I, I don't even. I don't even know if we're going to call it what truckers like to eat. We'll come up with the name for this segment. And now, but we'll have to figure something out because we also want to figure out if we're going to try and get it where it's the weekly specials for that week coming to the yeah. truck stops or how it's going to be. But if you tell us which place you like to eat at the best, then we might be able to work something out so we can find out what those specials are going to be. Okay, so I, I looked it up. I actually sent you the link. Mm-hmm. Do you have it? It's in my computer. Pull it up real quick. Good, work with me on this. We can have a little fun with this. Because to be honest with you, th- what we're covering today, you know what it is? It's Food. called, it's, well, it's the TA's restaurant. You, you know the name of that? Country Pride. Country Pride, yeah. You and I have eaten there uh, a bunch of times. Actually, you like the Country Pride. Did you is get that the one that's yeah? It's that's the one. the one that's at the TA. At the TA, yeah, they make really. We took Kelly there, and she got herself. What was it like a turkey BLT or something like that? It looked really, really good. Didn't you get the? Uh, uh, I got open faced turkey sandwich there the other one day. No, didn't you get the liver and onions once? No, they were out. I like liver and onions. I'm the only person in my house that likes liver and onions, and I'm the only person in my house that likes sauerkraut. Well, except for my kids, and they don't live here anymore. They don't like sauerkraut. Tyler does. He's not allowed back here. <laughs> okay. All right. So, look. You, do you have the link open? Yes, I have oh, it Okay. Open. So, this is the Country Pride. And, you know, a lot of you guys do know, and some of you don't. But here's what I would suggest before we start talking about this, uh, this segment of what truckers like to eat. Okay. Personally. Nom, 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 nom. Well, personally, check this out. You know, if you're out there on the road and you're eating McDonald's and, and Burger King and, and Hardee's all the time. I, that's rectum Ouch. rockets. Yeah, that just uh, made my stomach hurt just saying those three in a row. Gut grenades, rectum <laughs> rockets. And, and and the problem with that is is you gain weight, and it's a lot of bad weight that you gain from, from the McDonald's. Not that you can't gain weight from everybody else, but it's I think it's a more healthy breakfast sitting down in an actual restaurant versus, you know, the McDonald's breakfast. Well, yeah. And, and I do it, like McDonald's. He... If, yes, he does like McDonald's, and he likes McDonald's breakfasts, yeah. sometimes a little too much. 
But what we're trying to say is you already have yourself in a sticky situation by being in a tractor continually. The least you can do is try and eat a little bit better for yourself because we don't want to see you running to the bathroom having rectum rockets. Okay, Ruth Ann's having disarrhonor right now, so she's chatty. All right, so here we go. The, the traditional breakfast, and you know what? They don't have the prices, so that might be a deterrent also, but check it out. It's got the it calories. Probably, it probably varies to cities. Well, I mean, and just, and just briefly reading a couple things, if you look at the breakfasts, just two eggs are... 650 to 1,380 calories, but it says there everything is served with hash browns, home fries, or grits, and your choice of toast, biscuit, and pan, and two pancakes. So you kind of stack up your own calories there when you walk in and you say, give me two eggs, and then they're going to ask you, do you want biscuit or, or pancakes? You know, do you want hash browns, uh, home fries, or grits? So depending on what you choose is going to be... Probably, and I, I would I would imagine the grits are probably better for you than the home fries. Wouldn't you agree? Mm. I love home fries, but I like grits too. Grits are good, and, grits. and the grits are a green. Where home fries is a potato, and the potato can turn into a sugar, so it's really hard to say. Right. I guess it really would depend on also grits are made with more or less water, where home fries are generally fried in like a lard or grease of some sort. So. And it looks like the heaviest breakfast they have is the one with the corned beef hash. For the traditional ones. Yeah, for the traditional. And then, of course, they have, obviously, omelets, um, farmer's omelet, onions, peppers, mushrooms, tomatoes, and bacon topped with sausage gravy. Ooh, that actually sounds pretty good. And uh, a, uh, a touch of cheddar cheese. Now, that's a trucker special. Would you not agree? You know what truckers love? The I Meat do. Lover's Omelet's got tw- up to 2,100 calories in it. And guys, well, this, some of these guys can eat. And I'm, gonna oh, tell I'm you not something. saying they can't, but... Yeah, so this is, this is uh, if you guys are traveling and, and you want to look up a TA and stop in one of these TAs, they make excellent food, guys, and it's really not that expensive. Unless you're cooking in your truck to save money, if you're looking to eat out once or twice a week, the TA is one of my choices. I actually really like their food, Ruthann. Country classics, um, two eggs, two pancakes, strips of bacon, sausage links. That's something I would get. Breakfast sandwiches, breakfast classics, scrambles. Look at this, Ruthann. For lunches, burgers, bacon burgers, steak burgers, steak burgers with cheese, steak burgers with bacon and cheese. Um, how about this one? Arizona Ranch jalapeno burger. Boy, I tell you what, you better have an iron gut. Ruthann, do you have anything to add to this? Well, it says on the sandwich part, it says we feature an award-winning Quaker steak. That was a Quaker steak. I was doing pretty good with that part until I seen and lube sauces. Totally threw me for a lube. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> just that's just probably the TA terms. I th- I'm thinking it's like either like barbecue sauce or honey mustard or something. That's what I'm assuming it has to be. I mean, and then look, they have comfort foods: chicken fried steaks, spaghetti and meatballs, pot roast dinners. Arizona Ranch Chicken Mac and Cheese. Then they have Flavorful Fish, Grilled Salmon, White Fish. This is all the food you can order at the at the, at the the TAs, guys. Chicken, steaks, chicken. country kitchen. Oh, you know what? Sarah, you see Kitchen Creations? They have what they actually have for like every Monday, Tuesday, like what that special is for that day. There you go. I don't right? give the prices, but it gives you what their main meat is going to be. Oh, so these are the specials of the day. Yeah, like Wednesday is goulash. Oh, I love goulash. And Monday is beef stroganoff. Mm-hmm. Tuesday is chicken and biscuit. Like you said, Wednesday is goulash. 
Thursday is burgundy beef tips and noodles. Oh, I'd like to try that. And then Friday is all-you-can-eat grilled or fried fish. That's pretty common on a Friday to get fish. Well, yeah, it goes back to, I think, uh, like the Catholic religions during Lent and stuff or yeah. whatever. They used to have fish all the time. Mm-hmm. I think those are good, too. So that's pretty cool. So every day has a special. I see no Saturday and Sundays, huh? No. And then regular sides, they have premium sides. Saturday and Sunday is what's left over from the week. And guys, so this is just really us trying to showcase a couple places for you guys to eat out there. Mm-hmm. Um, if And I mean this sincerely, I don't. We, we are not getting paid by the TA to recommend these guys. This is our own. We don't even get a free meal. Yeah, and, in fact, if it's a shitty meal, we're going to tell you it's a shitty place to eat. And I'm telling you, the TA, the Country Pride restaurants now, I'm not talking about... They're fast food joints. Everybody, no, you know, not the Popeyes that are in it or right. the the and, pizza stuff. Right, they're not as. I mean, and I could tell you if if you, you know, if you're trying to eat healthy, you can you can eat healthier by eating at the these Country Prides or one of them. You know, they they all come with salads. You can ask for instead of all the gravies and all the slop on it. You can ask them for not you know put it on the side. That way you can measure your own amount that you want to put as far as gravies are concerned. You don't have to get certain things breaded. You can get them grilled instead. So you can do that if that's something that you're trying to avoid going to them because of a health issue. They're more healthier than than a lot of the other places. So what we'll try to do next next pod, we'll try to look up you know another frequented restaurant type of area where. Truck drivers can get in and park and eat. We'll try to look up more and more and more. And uh, maybe we'll make this a, a good part of it. And if you guys really don't care to hear this, let us know. I mean, we take everything under consideration if it's if it's boring. But we thought it would be a good idea to help you guys out. Some of you drivers that may not sit down in restaurants. I wish I had the prices, Ruthann, but it, it was cool to see the calories. But it's really not that expensive. When you and I, and it, was Rebecca with us? Mm-mm. Okay, when you and I ate over there, I don't think it was but a couple bucks. It wasn't it was under much. 20 bucks for the two of us. Was, it was under 20 mm-hmm. bucks for two of us to eat. And that was real. with the tip. Was it? No, I don't know. Were you yeah. sure? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember, but I know it wasn't that expensive. And you know what? If I'm a truck driver and I'm out on the road, I want at least one or two hot meals during the week. You know what I mean? Where I'm going to sit down somewhere. Cause if I, if I'm going to drive my ass off and I can't sit down in a restaurant once or twice a week, then I shouldn't be out there. You know what I mean? Driving. So guys, if you're looking to, Find a nice place to eat. Try the TAs at the Country Pride restaurants. Ruthann? Well, when you look at what it costs you to have a burger and fries at, at McDonald's or Wendy's or any of these places anymore, they're, they're, not they're, they're cheap. like eight bucks yeah. to get the large um, uh, drink with the fries. It's, it's like eight, nine bucks to get that stuff. The Country Prides, their meals are really actually close to that same exact prices. And it's home cooked. You ever mm-hmm. notice how you feel after you eat McDonald's french fries? I feel like crap because I'm not allowed to eat them. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> How many times in the last so many years I'll get a McDonald's meal and I'll, I'll, I'll will not order the fries. And maybe we eat at McDonald's like once or twice a year. We'll go, man, I got a craving for a Big Mac. And you, I mean, they're good tasting. Let's be honest. But then when you mix them damn fries in, you, the, 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 a couple hours later, you're going, boy, oh, I feel like crap. And I'm sorry, McDonald's, your French fries taste delicious. But man, if, you, if I guess if you don't eat it a lot and then you do eat it, all that grease just feels like... You can feel the grease on your tongue. Yeah. Um, but one thing I found out that McDonald's does with their french fries is they actually do like a flash fry in a beef broth first before they ship them out to the restaurants. Yeah, it's kind of weird, some mm-hmm. of the things they do. But anyways... To keep them golden, to, to make them get their golden color and give that extra flavor. 
right. they flash fry them like in this beef broth, which I can't have now. Yeah, and, and to be honest with you, I don't even want to try to figure out why the hell they do that. So, okay, yeah. let's wrap this pot up. A um, little advice, Ruthann. Guys and gals, do yourself a favor and honor whatever you sign. When you go into a trucking company and you, you say, in orientation, I'm going to abide by the rules, then expect to be fired the second. And I'm going to tell you something real quick based on that, Ruthann. If I'm a truck driver and I work for a, a, a major trucking company or even, you know, one that's got 100 or 500 trucks and my company says no alcohol in the truck, for example, right? Now, I got to be one stupid ass to be buying alcohol at a truck stop and walking across the parking lot or being chance. You know that other drivers, some companies actually pay you to snitch on each other. Mm -hmm. Okay. You got to be crazy for taking that chance of getting in that truck and going across the parking lot and into it with it. It's like an unauthorized passenger, mm -hmm. right? How many truck drivers have been fired because one of their buddy or their, uh, you know, another guy from the same company said, Hey, I seen uh, trucker Ruth Ann picking up a, a hitchhiker or, or with a passenger in there. And I know that or person a or a pet. Yeah, there you go. That's another thing. Mm -hmm. All I'm saying is, listen, abide by the rules because getting fired for b breaking rules makes it harder to get another job. The other thing that I would say, okay, if you have, like Ruth Ann said, if you have information that is in writing, that 100% defines what we're trying to figure out on the show today, can, are you allowed? Is it permissible? Do you, can you legally sit in your truck and have a beer or some kind of alcohol? Is it against any kind of a, uh, a DOT rule in any way? Aside from a company rule. Yeah, federal federal versus company. Yeah, I'm not really... I understand the company thing, but if, if you're an owner-operator, you work for a small company, and they say, oh, we don't care if you're on your off time, you have a beer. Is it legal based on the rules? I'm pretty sure you can, but that one line got me a little confused. And let us know if you like us showcasing some places to eat. We're going to probably uh, add some things into the podcast as we grow. We've been doing it three years and we thank you guys. Actually, this month is our anniversary. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. I just realized that. <laughs> we actually three years on on the podcast um, and it was like right around November 15th of 2000. Yeah, it was right around Thanksgiving, I think, last time. Hey, wait a second. We started November of 15. Mm -hmm. We're in November of 19. Yep. Four, years, four years. Not three years. So we're actually doing this podcast four years. So we thank everybody that's been following the show. And uh, we want to get a link up for everybody's been asking us about our new online store. Yep. And uh, Tyler's going to be here this week, and we'll get that up. Hap uh, you guys, I'm going to try to have this pod up before Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody from Talk CDL to you guys. Ruthann, I'm going to let you go ahead and finish up with whatever advice you got for these awesome drivers that we talk to every week. Just Keep it out the truck and get a hotel room and eat healthy. Eat healthy? Eat healthy. Be thankful. Be, th be thankful. Be thankful. All right. Remember what this week's for. Awesome. We're be out thankful. of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.